Ellison Salazar, garage and body shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Carrie Brinkhater as we talk with Kathy Enderbrock about reconciling relationships. Well, hello there. Thank you for joining us today on Love Talk here at 1120 AM, The Bridge, Central Texas Christian Talk. We are building bridges of love and leadership. I am Carrie Brinkader, and we are here in studio today with the beautiful, the spunky, the delightful, and the Austin legend, Miss Evelyn Davison. Oh, Hi, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> oh, hello, Carrie. I'll tell you, you are such a sweetheart, darling. I prayed you up, my child. Thank you. I appreciate that. We are excited to be here today, and uh, as a new, as our intern co-producer, you're going to be flying a new flag today. As we, I sit over here and, and watch everything go on, and then talk to our very special friend. Kathy Enderbrock, who is in Boise, Idaho. So let's welcome her, Siri. Hello, Kathy. How are you today? Hi. Hi. I'm great, friends. It is so good to be spending an hour with you on the on the radio today and um, and just sharing this topic with all of our listening friends. It's such a, a great topic, and I'm looking forward to having a great time with you girls just discussing this. Well, we're going to be talking about reconciliation, uh, Kathy, and I know that you've been in the process of doing that since you've been away from us now up in that uh, north uh, 
zone of cold. And um, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of that. Our, our scripture today is um, be reconciled with one another. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And that's Romans twelve eighteen. And then First Peter 4, 8 says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly. Why? Because love covers a multitude of sins. Before we start talking about uh, reconciliation today, how are you reconciling yourself to that cold weather up there with your family? (laughs) Well, you know, you get to choose to fight it or you get to choose to enjoy it. And, you know, I will tell you, sometimes just enjoying where you're at is is so easy. And and God has made it so easy for us. Evelyn, we had um, an incredibly beautiful white Christmas. We have been skiing and playing in the snow and and doing things that, you know, 15 years in Texas, we had to get in the car and drive eight hours in order to go and do. And and here we get to walk out in the backyard and just enjoy uh, the beautiful winter that God has given us up here. And I have learned so much about a reconciliation from the standpoint of of really learning that we are all so connected because when I moved up here to Idaho, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm moving so far away from Texas. I'm moving so far away from the, the state that I love and hold dear. I'm so far away from my friends. I'm a two-day journey just to get to see anyone by car. And um, and what what I've learned is that even though we're, we're far away from another one another, we're very, very connected. I, I'm on Facebook. I get to see all of the amazing things that our governor is doing. I get to see that things that happen up here in the north affect what's going on in the south. And the things that are happening in the south have huge impacts for us here in the north. And, you know, I just I think of the east coast and the west coast, and, and we share the same sun. We, we're truly one nation um, and and we're meant to be united, but we forget that we're connected first and foremost, that um, whether we choose unity or, or disunity, we are connected and we all um, we are all impacted by the disposition of our hearts in this nation. And so I love this this topic of reconciliation. You know, we talk about reconciliation within the United States. We need reconciliation within the church, and that will start in the home, within the families. We must seek reconciliation within those relationships that are closest to us as we reach out to seek reconciliation among those relationships that are further away from us. So I, I, I've been having a great time up here. Winter's beautiful, learning to ski, and um, I took a few jumps this last weekend and did not fall in a heap. I was pretty impressed with myself. Way to go, Kathy. That sounds amazing. I, I love it. I'm sure you're trying to keep up with your girls uh, on the slopes. It seems like the, the younger you are, the faster you go, right? <laughs> yes, I think that's right because you know I'm I'm going down the hill and I'm taking my turns and practicing the stops, but my youngest one, my 11 year old, she just wants to go straight down the hill. She doesn't stop until she hits the bottom. It's a very different approach. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that you talked about our hearts and our nation and our homes and families and our churches. Evelyn, you had a big week last week. Um, well, you know with that's... the Franklin Graham kickoff. Tell us about it. 
Well, it's busy here, uh, Kathy. We uh, are having um, the Decision America Tour with Franklin Graham on uh, April the 26th, and that's about six days for NDP. And we've been working on that a little bit since we talked to you last and just wanted to kind of let you know that that's something you can pray for for us because it is an exciting time here in Texas. And uh, Franklin... uh, if you remember, Kathy, uh, you being the Georgetown coordinator for NDP in the year 2013, we um, uh, mm, he was uh, asked to do the National Honorary Prayer that we all pray, uh, Franklin was. And then they asked him to speak in the Pentagon because we had outgrown the, uh, the Cannon House and Eight days prior to that event, uh, he was disinvited, and that uh, just broke his heart. And in thinking about reconciliation, uh, that's what his purpose was, is to help bring all of us together to pray. And so in the two years since then, he's been praying and asking God what he could do to help reconcile this nation together, uh, the believers specifically, and then those that are seeking and searching And the Lord spoke to him, Kathy, and said, you go to the church and you call the preachers out of the pulpit, the people out of the pews, to go to the state capitol in uh, a time of rally and prayer and even evangelism and seek God for our cities and for our nation. And so that, uh, I know up in, uh, I guess it was uh, Des Moines, it was the very first one about a week ago. And so we're scheduled for April uh, the 26th. And so we worked on that this week. Carrie came down and helped us. We planned, we started out on Monday, Kathy, with 50 people. Uh, uh-huh. Tuesday we had 100. Wednesday we had 150. And the hotel wanted four or $5,000 for us to move. And... <laughs> And so we decided we would change it from a sit-down luncheon to stand-up, network. That's what most people do now anyway. Uh, The only little hitch we had, they had small plates. (laughs) 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 But actually, you won't believe this, Kathy, but by 12 o'clock on Thursday, we had 218 people. It was amazing. Oh, Evelyn, God is so good. And, you know, I love to see men like Franklin Graham who really pursue the heart of God. You know, it, it, it would be so easy for him just to do a video podcast and, and stay comfortably at his home. But God told him, you go out and you meet these people face to face. And, I mean, that is what he's doing is spending this year on the road, which is a, that is a tough calling, and yet he's doing it with a passion and mm-hmm. with um, just a genuine desire for the heart of this nation to return to God. And I'd love to see, I just love to see what the Lord is doing as, as Franklin is being really faithful to do what the Lord has asked him to do. The Lord is being faithful to call out hearts to come forward as well. Well, you know, he has uh, he has a strong ministry with Operation Christmas Child, and we just finished that, Kathy, and I don't think we've talked to you since then. Texas sent 700,000 shoeboxes out of Dallas, the collection point. 700,000. Way to go, Texas. That, that uh, is, I know. Yeah. Way to go. I'm so proud yeah. of our state. <laughs> well, I know you are. We didn't make, want to make you feel bad today, but we thought we'd give you a little update. And uh, Well, uh, I tell you, Kathy, at that event, two things that really impressed me 
was that at one point during this gathering of, you know, over 200 people, um, a pastor came up and led us in prayer, but in a very different way than I've ever done before. He wanted every single person in the room to pray out loud at the same time. I got I got goosebumps. I mean, tears wow. came to my eyes. It was phenomenal to hear people praying out loud in all different voices and tones and it was it was so powerful. Mm-hmm. And then he had us get in groups of um of people that were not like us, somebody we didn't come with, a person that was of a different color than our than our own skin. Um, you know, I I prayed with uh, three other men. It was <laughs> it was phenomenal, and we just um, got together in corporate prayer to pray through this event for Franklin Graham. And the other thing that I was impressed with about the event is he's already done three of these. One was in uh, Iowa. I can't remember the second one was, but he had just come. He had just uh, been in Louisiana the day before. It was Florida. At Florida. Okay, so Iowa, Florida, that's right, and, uh, and then Louisiana. And um, at each event, the crowds grew. The first mm-hmm. event had several thousand. The next event had several more thousand. By the time they were in Louisiana at the third event, they had over 5,000 people, Kathy. We were praying for 40,000 people. I mean, every event is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I just think that's a testament to prayer. It's a testament to Franklin Graham and his, and his group, to Evelyn, who, uh, who just kind of behind the scenes and in the scenes orchestrates all this. It's just phenomenal. I can't wait for April the 26th. It's going to be great. Well, and I think that this is a period within our country where individuals are going to look back and remember um, their attending the Franklin Graham event. You know, everyone can remember really heartaching times where they were on 9-11 and what happened when Kennedy was assassinated. But I believe there are events like this that God is bringing to our country that individuals are going to be able to have um, just incredible memories about uh, changing points that God brought in our nation and that they were there to be a part of it. And I would just encourage all of our listening friends that in that local event on April 26th, they need to be clearing their calendars now. Mm-hmm. It is something that they want to be, be a part of. They do not want to miss, and, and they want to be able to see this and experience this firsthand. Absolutely. As we go out to our break, we want to clear our calendars. Take, your, take the opportunity right now to mark April 26th on your calendar. And when we return, we'll continue talking about our topic of reconciliation today here on Love Talk, 1120 a.m. with Evelyn Davison. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. 
From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Avalyn Davison and Carrie Brinkhater as we talk with Kathy Enderbrock about reconciling relationships. Thank you so much, Gavin. Welcome back to Love Talk here on 1120 AM Texas, Central Texas Christian Talk. I am Carrie Brinkater in studio today with Miss Evelyn Davison. And, and on the line, we have our beautiful friend, Kathy Endebrock. Today, we're talking about reconciliation as we love talk about how to reconcile. Girls, I have to admit, I was a little bit more than convicted as I prepared for the show today. <laughs> I tell you what, the principle. I've had some experience for this. Right? I know. The principle of reconciliation to God and to others is so important for our spiritual growth. We can literally be spiritually dead without reconciling to God and to, and to others. But you know what? It's that human sinful nature of ours to hold grudges and to hold on to past hurts for far, far too long. Reconciliation involves a change in the relationship between God and man or between man and man. Now, Miss Evelyn, you've been married for how long? 64 years. 64 beautiful, wonderful, amazing years that I'm sure you never had any, any problems in that 64 years. Right, Miss Evelyn? Oh, boy. <laughs> I say that I in depth. I'm going to be like George Washington. <laughs> I guess in thinking about this, you had asked me to recall something. When we uh, uh, lived in Lufkin, we lived on a ranch, and my, my parents lived on a little farm up uh, just close to us, and... <clears throat> I, we had a really bad 18 months. Van's dad died. His mother died with leukemia, never been sick a day in her life. Uh, and my brother was abducted and murdered. And uh, I had surgery three times because I'm a bleeder, and it, it just uh, life was just on hold. And Van traveled five days a week. And mm. we just prayed a lot. Um, but one day he, um, he came in, and he said, I got promoted today, and I think we're going to have to move to Austin. And I said, we can't move to Austin. Mom and Dad can't live without us. And he said, well, I don't know. I may have to find another job. Uh, 
I said, well, you can just keep traveling. You travel five days a week, and, you know, we'll just keep on. And So anyway, I, you know, I, I, told, Van, I told Van, I said, well, we'll just pray about it. You know, when I didn't want to do anything, I always said, we just pray about it. <laughs> well, my dad was not a believer, and uh, we'd spend a lot of time with him and my mom, and and they were in uh, trying to reconcile to my brother's death. And, and so my dad said, uh, babe, I want to tell you something. Uh, the boys need their dad. You need to move to Austin. And so I, I said, well, I don't think I'm going. So I, you know, you just pray and just wait for God to do something. And finally one day I just came to the end of it. I said, I am so tired of this. I am tired of it. And I, God, I don't like the way you do business. <laughs> you know, here I am, you know, just struggling. And, and, and it was really... Um, uh, reconciliation with with Van in that I would he is a leader in our home and we've always tried to make that possible, but even more than that it was following God. Mm. And I told Van I said I am not going to Austin and the boys are not going because God doesn't live in Austin. <laughs> and later, <laughs> famous last words. Later, later, um, my dad said, I said that to him. He said, Yeah, but he said God lives in you. And you can take God to Austin. And so that's, you know, it, it it sounds flippant, but I can honestly tell you, I came dragging my feet to Austin. And it took a while for us to readjust to them being in the home because I had run the household and the ranch. And David and I did. And so it, it was a real long process, I'd say, of two years getting to the point where I trusted him enough to uh, to follow, you know, him in the ways that he chose rather than running everything. Because then it went, it really went back to the to the day that I got on my knees and I shook my fist and said, God, I don't like the way you do business. But from now on, if I do anything, it'll be by the power of your Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it changed my life. Well, it sounds like in that situation, Miss Evelyn, you, you really had to get reconciled with God before yes. you moved ahead and could trust your husband and could trust God that this situation was going to be good for your family. It sounds a lot like what Kathy's going through right now, you know, having to move from the friends and family here that she loves in Texas, moving because of a job, um, which we all love jobs. I mean, that's that's a good thing. Um, but reconciling to God first, and I love that. Um, we can't move forward unless we hear that word from God. Kathy, has there ever been a time in your life when you experienced reconciliation or went through the process of reconciliation? <laughs> okay, can you girls say high school reunion? Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Well, our, um, I had missed my 10-year high school reunion because uh, I was living in Australia at the time, and so my 20-year high school reunion came around. And um, my my uh, best friend from high school, she called me and she said, hey, let's go together. And I thought, okay, this will be great. It will be fun. I'll do it. And um, the closer it got, the more just memories of high school started coming up. And, and, you know, we all have great memories. We all have some bad memories. And I looked at the attendee list of who all had RSVP'd for it. And uh, there were three particular names, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I, I can't, I can't do this. I, you know, I don't want to be in the room. Um, there were, you know, one girl in particular and two boys, and, and the two boys uh, clearly would hate my guts. And the one girl I could not stand. And um, I thought, I, I just, I don't even want to deal with this. I don't want to do this. 
um, that I had already committed to my friend. We had made plans. We had booked hotels. And um, it's so funny. I was working on, on my ministry page, doing some postings with Let's Pray Today Ministries, and I thought, Kat, you know, here you are telling other women and, and teaching them about healthy relationships and prayer, and yet you're not willing to have healthy relationships. You're not willing to do the hard work to have those same healthy relationships. And uh, so I started praying about it. And so I, I was able to access um, two emails off of the attendee list. And so I, I emailed these two boys in particular and um, apologized and asked their forgiveness and said that I, I would really look forward to, to seeing them at the, at the reunion. And, and uh, I emailed the girl and said I was looking forward to, uh, you know, I was glad she was going. I was looking forward to talking to her while she was there. And I got back these amazing wonderful emails and and at the reunion it it was it was just fantastic it was so good to see um just see relationships healed and forgiveness extended and accepted on on both parts and it was just an incredible healing experience for me and um it will be a memory that i will always have and it also taught me a lesson that um Reconciliation is always worth the effort. Always worth the effort. Oh, I love that. Always worth the effort. Kathy, you had to take the first step, and the words you used were healing. So healing to you. I mean, you you thought about the situation, and it brought you angst, but you did something about it. You did not lay idly by and let those relationships or the thought of being in the same room with somebody cripple you. You took action, and it's always worth the effort. I'd like to tell a story of a time. Uh, my pastor told this story a few weeks ago in church, and it it was so Im- compelling to me. It's nice to know that God is still in the business of providing miracles of reconciliation because it is a miracle. Um, nearly two decades after nearly a million people were killed during Rwanda's genocide, a photographer named Peter Hugo went to southern Rwanda and he captured a series of unlikely and almost unthinkable tableaus. He took pictures. He heard amazing stories, and in each of his pictures and stories, the perpetrator is a Hutu who was granted pardon by a Tutsi, which they were the survivors of the crimes. Here's one example of many. Francois Netembara, he was the perpetrator, Francois, and Epiphany was the survivor, and she was the forgiver. Here's Francois' words. Because of the genocide perpetrated in 1994, I participated in the killing of the son of Epiphany. We are now members of the same group of unity and reconciliation. We share in everything. If she needs water to drink, I fetch it for her. There is no suspicion between us, whether under sunlight or during the night. I used to have nightmares recalling the sad events that I have been through, but now... I sleep peacefully, and when we are together, we are like brother and sister. There's no suspicion between us. Folks, listen to me. That, that will bring tears to your eyes. Mm-hmm. He killed this woman's son. Listen to what Epiphany said. He killed my child. But he came to me, and he asked me for pardon. 
I immediately granted it to him because he did not do it by himself. He was haunted by the devil. I was pleased by the way he testified to the crime instead of keeping it hidden. Because if it, if it hurts, if someone is keeping a crime hidden, he committed against you. Before, when I had not granted him pardon, he could not come close to me. I treated him like my enemy, but now I treat him like my own child. Oh, my goodness. People, images and stories like this were shown at memorials and churches all over Rwanda. That's jaw-dropping. That's unfathomable without the saving love and grace of Jesus Christ. Stuff like this is divine. Reconciliation is God's agenda. And like Kathy said, it's always worth the effort. In fact, that is exactly why Christ came. I'll leave you with a verse before we go to break. Colossians 1, 19 says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him, this is verse 20, Colossians 1, 20, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven. So I, I leave you, we have three stories here of reconciliation, three very different stories, but they all began with seeking Christ. When we come back from break, we'll talk about biblical principles of reconciling ourselves to God. And we'll see you back right here after break on 1120 The Bridge. Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Enderbrock. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. 
So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Avalyn Davison and Carrie Brinkhater as we talk with Kathy Enderbrock about reconciling relationships. Welcome back, everyone, to 1120 The Bridge Love Talk, Central Texas Christian Talk, Building Bridges of Love and Leadership. We're here with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. I am Carrie Brinkader. We've just had heard three amazing life stories of reconciliation, and we want to go now to looking at our biblical principles of reconciling ourselves to God. In Mark's gospel, he tells the story of a woman who'd been hemorrhaging for years. She was unclean in the sight of everyone in town. And what you have to remember about this is that anybody who had a skin lesion, if you had a pimple on your face, if you um, were bleeding, you could not go in the temple. And um, in Mark's gospel, he tells of a woman who'd been bleeding for years. She was unclean in the sight of everyone in the town. As a result, She'd not been in the presence of God in the temple for years. She was ritually, ritually, that's hard to say, unclean. And when you were ritually uncleaned, if you touched somebody else, you made them unclean. Even if they didn't have the problem, they were considered unclean for days. If you touched a dead body, you were unclean. If you touched someone who was clean, the unclean made the clean unclean. So she was afraid to ask Jesus a rabbi to help her because she knew that she was unclean. An unclean person could not touch a clean person. So as we do as humans, she devised a plan. She was just going to sneak up on old Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? It worked. She devised a plan and she touched the very hem of his robe. And folks, instantly she was healed. Instantly. You know what is so incredible about this? And we're going to have Miss Evelyn and Kathy talk us through some of these things. What's so incredible about this is that she didn't die. Now, -hmm. let me tell you why. When the holy and the unholy touch, the unholy dies. Someone has to die. Mm -hmm. Miss Evelyn, there was a time back in the Old Testament of Mount Sinai. Can you tell us about that when the unholy and the holy met? Well... That was the way that God communicated with his chosen people was on the mount. Moses would go up to the top of the mount, and he would cover himself with his mantle. And when he came back down, uh, he got to where he wouldn't take it off because they could see God's Shekinah glory come and go. And the people were really hungry for God, but they also wanted this, the garlic and the leeks from Egypt. You know, they wanted yesterday and all the conveniences. And here they were spending 40 years, you know, just wandering around, just living on two basic things. And, and so they became disenchanted. They were, they were disappointed. And they, in reality, they were um, not reconciled to God, only through Moses. And so it was just like the burning bush with Moses. You know, Moses didn't touch the fire. Mm-hmm. He walked on holy ground and got in the mountain where where, um, where he went, where Moses went was holy ground. And so they were forbidden to take it. It's like when they left Egypt, they were forbidden to take yeast with them because they didn't want to waste the time waiting. They wanted to move forward. That was God's principle. And so the principle is simple. God calls us to a holy place. 
And we, we are not to um, pollute that. We are not to do anything, you know, even in our churches. And it, that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. But it is a requirement of God that keep the holy things holy. His scripture tells us that. Keeping the holy things holy, they were mm-hmm. commanded not to touch that holy mountain. And mm-hmm. if anyone touched that holy mountain, they died. Yeah. Um, because they, you know, and that, that's holy and the unholy. Um, Kathy, do you have another example for us of holy and unholy in the Bible? Absolutely. In in Numbers uh, chapter 3, verse 4, there's the example of um, Nadab and Abihu, in, and um, they touched the holy fire with the excuse to offer a sacrifice. A, 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 they wanted to offer an incense sacrifice to God, but they were told you do not touch this they chose to touch it and both of them died and you know god has set out these principles of being you know holy versus unholy and and being set apart and and that is um you know that's something that is amazing about christ is that even though he is completely god and completely holy and he is set apart he tells us that we can wrap his wrap our arms mm-hmm. all around him and 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 touch him and be next to him and it's amazing. I know Carrie you're going to walk us through exactly what happens when we do get a hold of Christ. It's just it's just amazing. Um you know she comes up this woman I, I wish we knew her name. She comes up so we could put humanity to her. She comes up and she touches Jesus yet she lives and she's healed. Here's why. She is a picture of what it means when we become reconciled to Christ. Mm-hmm. She received life, Miss Evelyn. She received life. It's just this amazing picture. Do you see what happened here? She was unholy. He was holy. She touched him. Why did she live? Because the in the infinite wisdom and infinite grace of God, the wonder of the age is when the unholy touches the holy Someone still has to die. But in this case, it was Jesus that came to pardon us from our sins. He was the one that was going to take all that. He was the one that was going to die on the cross. She did make him unclean. But that's what the picture of what it means to be a Christian. Praise the Lord that we don't have to be unclean. We can reconcile ourselves to Christ through his saving love, through this free gift. It's free. He died so that we can live. So you might be saying to yourself, that sounds crazy. I don't get it. That sounds like Old Testament mumbo jumbo, and I don't get it. How, what, do you, what do you mean for my life today? How does this mean for my life today? There's an author, a renowned author, theologian. He was also an ethicist. His name is Lewis Smead. He said there's three elements involved in every act of forgiveness. First of all, the seed of forgiveness is always love. But he says there's three elements. We're going to talk about each of those three. The first one is we rediscover the humanity of the person that has wronged us. You know, there's so many times when we look at the person that's wronged us as being the devil. (laughs) That's not always true. So that's the first point, and we're going to go back to these. We surrender our right and our desire to get even or punish the person. And the third one is... We revise our feelings toward that individual, and we're open to a new relationship. You know, Kathy, if you could take us through the first one, we rediscover the humanity of the person that has wronged us. 
Can you take us through that one? Absolutely, I'd love to. Thank you to, for uh, being for me being able to do that. I, you know, I think this can be summed up in one word, and that's humility. And when we when we do realize that we ourselves need forgiveness, that we ourselves have done, you know, have wronged many other people, that that we have sinned, that we have sinned against God, and that God just in His infinite love for us, His infinite grace, His infinite mercy. That, that he desires nothing more than to give us forgiveness and to reconcile us in relationship to him, we then, when we see ourselves as we truly are, then we're able to look onto other people and, and not see them as these wicked, evil uh, people, but to see them as humans, to see them as individuals just like ourselves who have made some bad decisions, who have acted selfishly as we ourselves have acted selfishly, who have, um, you know, done things that that we might say, oh, I would never do such a thing. But in the end, we realize we are certainly capable of doing some pretty bad stuff ourselves. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, Matthew uh, chapter 6, verses 14 and 15 says, if, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And um, there's even another verse in the New Testament where it says, hey, if you are going to go and pray to God, but you know that you have a brother who is mm-hmm. holding a grudge against you, who, has, who, who you have wronged and you, you are not reconciled with, just hold off. Go make it right with that brother and then come back, <clears throat> then come back and um and give your prayer to god and so i you know god wants reconciliation within the family within the family of christ within the within the family um under living under your roof within your extended family and we have to see those individuals um as persons like ourselves who have fallen short and we need to extend the same forgiveness to them that god has extended to us you know over christmas kathy I uh, witnessed, we've got a situation in my extended family where there's two people who are kind of, I guess, they're, they're not feuding. One, one really has, has tried to reconcile many, many times, and the other one just won't. And I've, I witnessed something that was really heartbreaking, and I'm just praying, praying for that, reconciliation in that situation because there's really nothing so terrible Mm -hmm. that you can't reconcile under the saving love of Jesus Christ. Um, You know, in January, um, we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr., and we celebrate a day for him, and he had so many wonderful things to say. And he said, one of his quotes is, I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. Mm -hmm. Right? When you're consumed with that, hate and it just fills you up you just you you can't see straight you can't you're almost incapable of of moving forward our second point right here before break and then we'll come back with miss evelyn on our third point is we surrender our right and our desire to get even or punish the person so many times Mm -hmm. when we've been wronged we just want to get back at them well you hurt me so i'm going to hurt you right and Another, Marian Anderson, she was a famous American contralto with the most beautiful voice. She said once, 
that you can lose a lot of time hating people. And that's right. If you spend your days consumed and filled with those desires to hate and just to not make things right, you lose a lot of life. And boy, this life has a lot of wonderful things to bring. Romans 13, 8 says, Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loves one another has fulfilled the law. And then Romans 13, 10 says, Love works no ill to mm-hmm. his neighbor. Love works no ill to his neighbor. I know, Miss Evelyn. I know, Kathy. There's some people out there that are hard to love. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm that way sometimes. Oh, I, I can't even. I can't even imagine that. <laughs> never, never, never. I know there's some people out there that are hard to love, but the God, but our Bible commands us to seek out reconciliation. When we come back, we'll talk with Miss Evelyn about how we revise our feelings toward the person who has wronged us and how we reconcile those relationships. Thank you for joining us here on 1120 AM. You won't want to miss our final segment as we return on 1120 AM, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Carrie Brinkater as we talk with Kathy Enderbrock about reconciling relationships. Well, welcome back, listeners. We are here on this beautiful day of Love Talk, 1120 a.m., The Bridge, Central Texas Christian Talk. I would encourage you to tell all your friends and neighbors about this radio station. I tell you what, uplifting shows all day long here at 1120 a.m., The Bridge. We're here with Miss Evelyn Davison. I am Carrie Brinkgater. We're on the phone with Kathy Enderbrock. We're talking about biblical reconciliation. We discussed rediscovering the humanity of the person that has wronged us with humility. We talked about surrendering our right to get even or to punish. Oh, that's a hard one. I know that that's a hard one. Miss Evelyn is going to talk us through revising our feelings toward the person who's wronged us. One of the hardest thing is is emotional needs. Uh, 
Terry, when you when you have a situation in a family like you mentioned earlier, uh, it is emotions. It's not love, and it's it's by love that God blesses us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the, one of the best scriptures in the Testament is in First John, where it says, God is love. Mm-hmm. And so you have to revise your thinking and your feelings. What is it that I can do to bless this person? It's a blessing. What can I do to bless? Well, the first thing you can do, of course, is pray. And then be open to what it is that they might have to say about it. And just pray that God would give you an opportunity to meet that need in their life. Because if you're upset and you're, it's a hateful situation, you know that it's bound to be there. And so if you pray for them and pray for God to bless them. You know, it's, uh, we live lives of where we do need to reconcile in every way. But First John 1, 9, uh, the word says, If you do this, then I will do this. If you confess your sins, then the Lord Jesus says, I will forgive them. And it is a sin if we have hate or anger or animosity or jealousy or any of these things that have entered in, especially into a family relationship or even an office or business relationship. We have to work on it. It takes work. It does take work. And I tell you what, a lot of times we let our feelings get in the way of mm-hmm. doing what's right and our emotions. We have to take those feelings and emotions out of that and understand that people are human. We sin. There's no reason to punish or get back. And we have to revise our feelings. Now, folks, I think that what's important here and what I hear Miss Evelyn saying is that doesn't automatically mean you're going to trust the person right away whenever mm-hmm. there's reconciliation. Right, Miss Evelyn? You I mean, that, you've got to build that back. Mm-hmm. My pastor said this a couple of weeks ago, and that's Ernest Jones at Main Street Baptist in Georgetown, by the way. Phenomenal church. He said, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. That's Romans 12:18. Be reconciled. If there are irreconcilable differences, it better not be on your part, people, or because you did uh-huh. not do your part. Simply quitting a relationship is the exact opposite of what the gospel commands us to do. You can't quit that relationship. You've got to keep working on it. And I know I've seen this happen where one party wants to reconcile and the other party is mm-hmm. just pushing it away. And one party has done everything they can. They've sent notes and flowers and they've sent emails and they've made phone calls and they've made dinners and they've, they've reached out in a hundred different ways and one person just won't reconcile. Do not let it be on your part that you have mm-hmm. not made the effort to reconcile. So I want you guys to think about this. Listeners, family, friends, have you done damage to your neighbor? Apologize. Be reconciled. Are you estranged from a parent or from a child? Oh, man, that's heartbreaking. Be reconciled. Do your part. Do your part. If you've done everything you can, you know what? It's going to be in God's hand at that point, and you don't have... To bear, to bear that burden. You don't have to look at that situation and think that you can do something else. Is there someone in need of forgiveness? Oh, Miss Evelyn, give them the gospel, right? Yes. Give them the, the gospel. Live the gospel. Show them what that means. Forgive. Be reconciled. It's the whole reason Jesus came to be reconciled, to proclaim, to proclaim that reconciliation to us so that we could minister to those around us. Um, 
so that finally all things in heaven and all things on earth are reconciled. Uh, Miss Evelyn, I know that you have so many things going on. I'd love for you to wrap up this show for us and wrap up this program by telling people how they can seek Jesus and seek his face in their life. Well, it's um, very uh, simple. It's not easy for many people. And I know, Kathy, you uh, you are always so good at, at uh, helping us wrap this up. The first thing that a person has to do to be reconciled with God, with the Lord Jesus, is come uh, to a, a position. We call it the ABC, and the A is to admit that you have sinned, that you're wrong. We all are sinners. The Scripture says, for by grace are you saved through faith. It's a gift. So you have to admit. And if you're going to be reconciled to someone, you have to admit that you are at fault and you ask forgiveness. Kathy, what is, what's the B? The B, the B is to believe mm-hmm. that, you know, when Jesus Christ was there on the cross, he died for the fruit. He died for our sins. He paid the price. We say when the holy touches the unholy, there is always death. Christ took that death upon himself where we should have been the one that died. He said, I will be the one that will die. I will, I will um, pay the price so that you can be forgiven. So we believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. And then, and you, then there's the... Yeah, then you just confirm it. You know, he yes. says, present yourself a living sacrifice. This is in Romans. Well, it's been wonderful having you with us, Kathy. And, and oh, my goodness, Miss Carrie, you are a gift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've learned from the best, Miss Evelyn. You've taught me so much. I appreciate it. Well, we, um, we do have some important news for you today as we close. Uh, we are making some adjustments here in the programming at KTXW. And uh, we're going to be moving Love Talk to the afternoon on February the 2nd. We'll be on at 2 p.m. on Saturdays now. Uh, and uh, that that's coming up pretty quickly. Uh, we'll be doing some promos here at the station. In case you uh, forget where, where we are or what time it is, uh, or you can pick up a Good News Journal, and we'll have a new schedule on that for you. But we do want to uh, remind you again that um, it is important that we as citizens of this great nation, that we begin to pray now and ask the Lord Jesus to open our understanding of those things in this nation that need to be reconciled to God. Mm. And so in doing that, we, we, do, um, we have to humble ourselves before the Lord. And it is so important for us at this time as we make discovery and look at those values that, that are important in regard to living a life that others can look at us and see how great Jesus Christ is. We've just gone through a week of uh, major emphasis on the one of the greatest sin this nation has ever experienced, and that is in the area of life of unborn babies. Sixty million babies have lost their life since Roe verse way. And so we need to continue to pray about that and work in that regard and so many other things. But we thank you for joining us uh, today. Thank you, listeners, for being here with us today on Love Talk, today's Christian radio, today's Christian talk. You'll find many, many wonderful, uplifting things here at the radio station, 1120 a.m., 
KTXW The Bridge, building bridges of love and leadership. We'll see you next time.